airing the Addisons. Well, let me say this as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. There's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Good afternoon. This is Erin the Addisons here on American Family Radio, and I'm Will Addison. Happy to be with you today. Sending you greetings from the Addison tribe and once again, holding it down for the family. Man, I uh, hope you had a great weekend. Uh, we had a great weekend. Uh, had a great time at our fellowship on uh, Sunday. Uh, the Lord, uh, his presence was was there. And um, man, God is just doing some awesome things, even in the midst of chaos and confusion and everything that's going on in this world. The Lord is still moving. His church is still advancing. I want to encourage you uh, to to lean in on your relationship with the Lord. Uh, now is the time, It's it, and it has been time, that we, uh, as a people of God, would be serious about the work of God. Uh, we can see that the days are evil. There are a lot of things that are happening. And uh, today, I'm going to talk a little bit about you know, a few different stories I, I ran across uh, just kind of highlighted something in my mind. You know, we're in a time where um, evil is looked at as good and good is called uh, evil. You know, things seem to be so out of kilter, so out of whack. And uh, in, in this country and in this world, you know, um, the hope that we have in Christ is the true hope. It's the only hope. He's our living hope. And so we need to press into him. Before I go there, I just want to make sure that you would go and download our podcast at afr.net slash podcast. So you can go to the homepage there, afr.net, click on the podcast tab and scroll down to whatever show you would like to uh, download. And so make sure you do that. Also, if you want to email us, you can email us at addisons at afr.net, addisons, A-D-D-I-S-O-N-S at afr.net. Uh, just a remind a reminder that uh, Operation Christmas Child is still going on. We pack shoe boxes and help us send great joy and the good news of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. Uh, be a part of, of evangelism and discipleship when you pack an Operation Christmas Child shoe box. American Family Radio is joining Operation Christmas Child to share the hope and love found in Jesus Christ through a simple shoe box gift. If you want more information on that, uh, make sure you go to SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC uh, for more information. We, at a, as a fellowship with our church, we we did this, and it was just a great thing, great time. You know, I, uh, we went out shopping with our kids, uh, Miki and I, and uh, to, to get gifts uh, for children that would be sent all across uh, the world. And so uh, this is a great time to talk about giving, uh, to not focus in on yourself, and focus in on uh, other people. And so take this opportunity to be a part of Operation uh, Christmas Child. You won't reg- regret that. And also that's the, the cool part about it is they're serious about the gospel. And so there will be follow up that will take place uh, after the Operation Christmas Child to disciple those who have received uh, these shoe boxes. So it's just an awesome thing. 
Also, if you're looking for trusted news, make sure you sign up for the Daily Brief uh, at onenewsnow.com. Uh, from a Christian perspective, you can get the news. And man, one thing I have been been seeing is um, a lot of people have been pushing away from uh, network news, the the high profile news programs, and things like that. And and I see a lot of other um, news outlets getting some traction because of this election and what's been going on. You know, uh, President Trump and I agree with him about this. He says that. <laughs> Um, the news media is the enemy of the people. It sure seems that way. It sure seems like a false prophet. You know, that's a lot that's talked about. And man, it, there are things that are newsworthy that they don't even cover. They try to suppress certain things. Man, if you go to onenewsnow.com, you'll get stories that you don't get, you know, in other places. And so make sure that you're signing up for the news brief. I, I would really, really encourage uh, that. Also, something real cool that we're we have going on right now uh, this week is Prodigal Prayer Emphasis, Emphasis Week. Prodigal Prayer Emphasis Week. Uh, this is Prodigal Prayer Week, and we all have prodigals in our family. Uh, it is our fervent prayer that the Lord would bring healing and hope to all those who are hurting and confused. If you or someone you know is wrestling with same-sex attraction transgenderism or other uh, issues of sexual brokenness or have just walked away from the faith, prayer is uh, is the first step. Our prayer team would be honored to pray over your request. It's simple to submit a, a prayer request. Visit inhisimage.movie forward slash prayer to send your request. And we are believing for the restoration, transformation, healing, and repentance of thousands of prodigals during this special ministry Week So along with uh, the movie In His Image, which you can view at inhisimage.movie, uh, we have the In His Image dot movie prayer, the prodigal prayer, um, where you can submit um, a prayer request. And they're getting a lot of submissions even now. Like, man, a lot of people have submitted prayer requests. Man, God is really moving. And so if if you didn't know about that, well, you know now and you can submit a prayer request for for yourself, for a friend, for a loved one uh, that's struggling with, you know, uh, some of these issues of sexual brokenness. Uh, just go to in his image dot movie forward slash prayer. And I always say this about prayer and I talked about prayer on the show before, you know, prayer is just not what we are relegated to do, you know, once we've exhausted all of our other options. It shouldn't be the last thing that we do. It shouldn't be always oh, come to this. Now, I guess I have to pray. Uh, prayer should be one of the first things that we endeavor to do uh, when, whenever, you know, we, we encounter situations or just uh, in our regular devotion to God. We should be a people of prayer. And I know myself that I have to encourage myself because I, I feel like I fall uh, far, far short of, of, of doing uh, what I need to do in that area. And, and you know, and, and that the, the Lord is merciful. He is gracious, but man, we as his people, I think one of the, if we had any regrets, <laughs> if we had any regrets when we hit heaven is probably that we didn't pray enough. You know, we see that the, the true po- power of prayer and what prayer does, you know, I think we would be like, man, I should have prayed more. And so while we're here, while we have breath in our bodies, You know, let's make sure that we're developing our prayer life, that we are uh, serious about it. And it's not just uh, a knowledge based uh, thing that we have about prayer, but it is true, uh, heartfelt and that we're not just 
uh, spouting all things about prayer, but that we're true, truly praying. And so with that, today, I want to talk about a few stories that I came across. Um, let's see how I want to start. I want to start this with scripture, you know, because there's a lot that's happening. And I mentioned, you know, we're living in a, in a time where evil has been called good and good has been seen as, as evil. And man, things seem so twisted and backwards. We can even just look right now at this whole election thing. And we see that there's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of things going on. You know, I, I remember uh, reading uh, and leading up to this election, we talked about how witchcraft was going, uh, 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 was getting greater. You know, there was more people practicing witchcraft. They were trying to do spells and hexes and, you know, you can see where, you know, a lot of activity in the spiritual realm, you know, have increased, you know, as we're as we're going day to day. And man, you have to look at what's going on now and say, man, there's something spiritual about what's happening. You know, this is not all just natural. Uh, one of the mistakes that we make as Christians is just seeing things through a uh, uh, natural lens and saying, oh, that's unfortunate. But man, no, that's some things that are behind what we're seeing. And because we live in this realm of, you know, sight and sound and feel, you know, things that we can see, sometimes we forget that there's a very real spiritual realm that's at play, that the, that the people, you know, even on this earth that are doing wicked things, they're being influenced and moved by things, you know, beyond what we can see. Uh, the Apostle Paul laid it out. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but there's there's principalities, there's rulers, there's spiritual wickedness in high places. All this stuff has come into play. And I believe even in, in America, you know, different cities, different states, you know, there's principalities, there's uh, 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 spiritual things happening at strongholds over territories and things like that, that we have to be aware, you know, that God uh, has, has positioned us as the people of God to do warfare through prayer, you know, to break the bonds of the enemy. And so I was just looking at a few scriptures, you know, with the thought of, man, you know, there's a lot of evil that's happening, but what should be our position? Well, we rely and we lean upon God. Psalm chapter 2, it says, Why are the nations in an uproar and the peoples devising a vain thing? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us tear their fetters apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then he will speak to them in his anger and terrify them in his fury, saying, But as for me, I have installed my, my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. I will surely tell of the decree of the Lord. Uh, he said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will surely give the nations as your inheritance, and the very ends of the earth as your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron, you shall shatter them like earthenware. Now therefore, O kings, show discernment, take warning, O judges of the earth. Worship the Lord in reverence, uh, with reverence and rejoice with trembling. Do homage to the Son, that he uh, not become angry, and you perish in the way. For his wrath may soon be kindled. How blessed are all who take refuge in him. There's a lot of scoffing going on by the, by the evil one. There's a lot of uh, devising of, of plans, you know, uh, in vain, though. They, they're, they're, they're doing things in vain. 
because the Lord is still on his throne. No matter what happens, no matter what we see going on, no matter what it looks like, God is not moved by what's happening uh, even in our, our, in, in our world. And so we have to understand that as a, as a position of those who are in Christ, we stand on the Lord's side. If God is not moved, we're not moved. He laughs at his enemies. You know, the people who think, oh, yeah, we're getting over on God. Uh, we, we, we are more powerful than God. No, they're, they're thinking and devising plans, you know, all in vain. And it may seem like they're having much success in the here and now, but man, their ultimate end is destruction. It's destruction. We have to be encouraged as a people of God that if, we're, if we are in Christ, man, the position that we hold is one of not having fear, not being timid, not being, you know, uh, in a place of confusion, but our feet are upon the rock. We have a, a firm foundation under us. And even though it may look a certain way with the people who surrounds us, it may look a certain way even in our families. You know, it may seem like, man, this is hopeless. How can I reach this loved one? You know, this person is going in his own way. Lord, that's what we cry out and we ask God to intervene. We ask God because he can do things that we can't even think about doing. He can set up situations, man, that, that, that seem impossible with man. When we look at these elections, and I know there are some people that may, va- may vacillate to the right, to the left, you know, there, there may be, and I want to hear from you uh, even during this show. There may be some who feel like, man, you know, let's get on with it. Let's, it's over. But there's some people who are like, man, I'm believing that God is still going to, you know, bring about the desired outcome that, I, that I, I've been praying for. Well, I would say keep praying, but I would say don't fret. Don't worry. Don't let uh, you don't get into a position where, man, you're living in fear of what's to come. You know, I talk a lot about, you know, uh, what's happening now and how we need to be prepared for a Babylon type situation. But I'm not scared. I'm not fearful, but I think we need to be vigilant. Because we understand that what's coming. But at the same time, man, our hope is in God. Our hope is in God. And that does not change. Even though the heathen may rage. Even though the evil ones, they divine, they divide, uh, uh, devise a, a vain plans. Man, God, he's in heaven. He laughs at those who scoff at him. And so our position is firmly rooted in Christ. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. I'll be back right after this. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio, and we ain't fearing nothing. Amen. Because <laughs> we have God, we on God, we're on God's side. Uh, he has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, one of love, and of a sound mind. When you're walking in fear, you're you can't have a sound mind. You know, Abraham Hamilton 
uh, the third yesterday in our fellowship, he talked about that and he was going through uh, the, the story of Gideon. But one of his points was, you know, when you operate in fear, fear paralyzes you. It causes you not to do the things that God has set forth for you to do. So we don't operate in fear. Even as we can have discernment and see what's coming up and what's going on in our world, we can kind of look at what's happening and how things are unfolding. We don't fear. We press more into God and we ask him for direction to give us courage and strength to be able to bear up against what's coming and what's happening. You know, we don't operate in a, in a place of despair and hopelessness. Even as we see you know, it seems like the enemy is thriving. It seems like everything that he's putting his hands to is 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 coming to pass. But, man, we trust and hope in the Lord. There's another psalm that I want to read because uh, we have to gain our um, courage and our strength from the word of God. We gain it from the word of God. We gain it through fellowship with the believers. You know, we can't uh, 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 stop doing that. That's why when I look at what's, what's even being, you know, talked about as far as more lockdowns and things like that, I'm thinking about the church and how we need each other for strength, for courage. You know, we encourage each other in the body of Christ. We are iron sharpening iron. And so when I think about the lockdowns and all that, I'm, I'm like, man, church, we can't, you know, uh, uh, just submit to that. We have to find ways to to remain faithful to meeting together, even if it's in smaller groups. Don't just wholesale, just forget about it and say we're going to move everything online. Man, we have to figure out a way to encourage one another uh, within the body of Christ to, to meet face to face, to lock arms, to pray together, because that's what we're called to do. But I'm thinking about Psalm chapter 37. It's a Psalm of David. And he says, do not fret because of evildoers. Be not envious toward wrongdoers, for they will wither quickly like the grass. And fade like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil doing. For evildoers will be cut off. But those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. Yet a little while and the wicked man will be no more. And you will look carefully for his place and he will not be there. But the humble will inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him. See, once again, we have the position of God. All this stuff is happening. It does not escape the view of God. Our God that we serve is the God who sees. His eyes are all over the place. And so the thing is, while all this wickedness is going on and we know even as we gaze at politics, there's a lot of wickedness going on on all sides, on all sides. But the Lord laughs at, at him. Those who feel like they're doing something, you know, accomplishing something that's evil, that's wicked. The Lord laughs at him for he sees his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and bent their bow to cast down the afflicted and the needy. 
to slay those who are upright in conduct. Their sword will enter their own heart, and their bowls will be broken. Better is the little of the righteous than the abundance of many wicked. Man, this is the word of God. I hope as I'm reading this, this is Psalm 37, that you're, you're gaining confidence in the Lord, that you're turning your focus and your hearts towards God because we, we serve a God who has not given us a spirit of fear. And he, if he has not given that to me, I will not accept it. I will not accept it. But the Lord sustains the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless and their inheritance will be forever. They will not be ashamed in a time of evil. And in the days of famine, they will have abundance. But the wicked will perish and the enemies of the Lord will be like the glory of the pastures. They uh, they vanish like smoke. They vanish away. And the wicked borrows and does not pay back. But the righteous is gracious and gives. For those uh, blessed by him will inherit the land, but those cursed by him will be cut off. The steps of a man are established by the Lord, and he delights in his way. When he falls, he will not be hurled headlong, because the Lord is the one who holds his hand. I have been young, and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his descendants begging bread. All day long he is gracious and lends, and his descendants are a blessing. Depart from evil and do good, so you will abide forever. For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his godly, godly ones. For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his godly ones. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of the wicked will be cut off. The righteous will inherit the land and, and, and dwell in it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked spies upon the righteous and seeks to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand or let him be condemned when he is judged. Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you uh, to inherit the land. When the wicked are, are cut off, you will see it. I have seen a wicked, violent man spreading himself like a luxuriant tree in his native soil. Then he passed away, and lo, he was no more. I sought for him, but he could not be found. Mark the blameless man, and behold the upright. For the man of peace will have a posterity, but transgressors will be altogether destroyed. The posterity of the wicked will be cut off, but the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. And I'll say hallelujah. To God's word. Look, we have to be in, t- in God's word. We have to stay uh, 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 close to it because in times of trouble where wickedness is all around us, we can derive strength from the scriptures and know the very end of those who practice wickedness. Right in front of our eyes, it may seem like they're thriving. Man, like everything that they're doing is, is having great success. But we know 
that their end is destruction. It should pull upon our hearts as well to have a compassion and to preach the gospel that those who are to be saved will be saved. But man, we don't have to fret because of evildoers. You know, in our own lives, when our things are people that rise up against us, for whatever reason, you don't have to fret if you're in the Lord. You can cry out, even as David did and so many others in the word of God. And God came to the rescue. He came to, to their aid. He's the same God of yesterday, today, and forever. And so I was seeing some stories, you know, as I was going through some things today. And I was looking at uh, one story says, this is the headline. It said, the Catholic Church moves towards gay affirmation as German bishops uh, declare homosexual, homosexual as a norm, uh, normal form of sexuality. And it's an old story. It's from last year. But and I know, you know, some people are saying, well, it's the Catholic Church and they, they have a lot of things that's going on. True. But at the same time, this is happening not only in the Catholic Church. It's happening in the Methodist Church. It's happening in different denominations, Episcopal, and you can go on and on and on. That's why it's so important that we have resources like uh, in his image that we can go to and get answers to these questions. Because a lot of people are falling into these things because they don't have the knowledge, you know, to know uh, that, man, you can be free from this. Just because this feeling, this temptation may come, you don't have to bow down to that temptation. And so, again, the resources for people to be set free, you know, from from what's going on. And look, we're living in a time, once again, where evil is being called good and good is being called evil. So they're trying to normalize all these different things and say, no, it's all right. Even in the church, they're trying to normalize this stuff, that you can be gay and be a Christian. Evil being uh, uh, called good and good being called evil. It's a shame. There's another story. Um, Candace Owens uh, slams Harry Styles because he wore a ball gown. And, she, and her statement was, bring back the, man, the manly man. So basically, that's his entertainer. His name is Harry Styles. I don't know too much about him, but he's on a magazine cover and he's wearing a dress. And Candace Owens, who is a, a conservative commentator, uh, she made a statement slamming him and saying, bring back the manly man. And I, I'm like, man, there was a time, and look, I'm not that old, where, where this stuff didn't just, you, you didn't talk about this. This wasn't something that was a norm, where men were out there wearing dresses. I know it's been happening, you know, since the 60s, 70s. I know it's, it's not a, a new thing, but now you can see where evil and wickedness is increasing in the land. Well, evil has been called good and good has been called evil. And so somebody makes a statement like we need more men, that this is an uh, attack on patriarchy. And they're getting bashed in culture. They're being called that, you know, called names and saying that they are archaic, that they are dinosaurs because they believe, you know, that uh, a man should wear men's clothing and a woman should wear women's clothing. Man. The times that we're living in is full of wickedness and evil things. And there are many people who are looking at this and calling good evil and evil good. And so because Candace Owens is saying, man, that's not right. That's not a good thing. She's bashed. You know, they want to like ridicule her. And I'm not like 
the ultimate Candace Owens fan. I just said, you know, but man, she she's right. We have to bring back. She said manly men, but I'm saying God's standard, God's standard. And look, this is not uh, being hateful, but see, this is what is going to be uh, uh, um, called that when you make statements like this and saying that there's a way that a man should dress, there's a way that a woman should dress, automatically you're going to be called hateful. You're going to be called behind the times that you're living in olden days. When in my in, in, in my mind, I'm adhering to the scripture. But see, that even is going to be called a hateful thing that the Bible, your Bible that you're reading is hateful. The places where you're gathering are hate meetings. I don't care if you call them churches. They're hate gatherings. That's where we are headed. That's where we are headed. And so this culture, once again, is thriving on calling evil good and and good evil. We have to be aware, not only aware, but we have to know where we stand. We have to know where we stand. Then over the weekend, there was a a rally. Um, Some people call it a, a Trump rally. It was a rally, you know, basically about all the voter fraud and stuff like that where people wanted to come together and show their support uh, for President Trump and uh, just say that, hey, man, we we still with you. It's a stop the steal march is what they call it, a march from Freedom Square to the Supreme Court. And, man, even in this march, you know, it came down to there, there was some violence that took place because people was gathered. To, this country is so divided. You know, people were gathered together to support President Trump, and then there was people on the other side who hated that didn't like it and so they wanted to, to fight you know uh it seemed like the march went well but as night grew night came upon you know there were some people out there who, who tried to cause trouble we live in a divided country and i don't know and i'm not sure what's going to happen in, in in the future in the near future i know that there are a lot of things that are going to be brought out you know there are a lot of you know allegations right now that need that evidence has to be shown you know, as far as this election, you know, but as the people of God, as we look upon these things, it's good for us not to get caught up, you know, in the sensational things, but man, to have a sober mind as we look at the, at what's going on in our culture today. We have to look with a sober mind and be prayerful because we're living in a time, once again, where evil is being called good and good is being called evil. We're living in a time where, man, there was no uh, argument about, you know, doing the things that were right and were godly. But now, man, there's much argument. There's much violence against a certain type of thinking, a a certain way of thinking. And it's increasingly getting worse and worse. Are we ready? Are we ready? Again, this is not for us to be fearful at, at all. As we read, we see what the evil one will do, the wicked will do, and they, they will have their day. But as the people of God, we have to make sure that we're standing firm, that we are where we need to be, or we're where we're supposed to be, that we're living our lives in honor to God. Because at the end of the day, we're going to have to stand before him for every deed that we've done and every thought and every word that we've spoken. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. 
Be right back. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. I'm Will Addison. Today we're talking about not having a spirit of fear. We're talking about, uh, you know, just the, the wickedness and the evil that's going on, but that God has placed us in a secure place in him, that he has uh, given us uh, his word for us not to fret, for us not to, to lose heart, but that we will be prayerful. Uh, we see the the good being called evil and the evil being uh, called good. We see uh, people are reveling in darkness. There are things that are happening and there are things that we can't see that we know uh, in the spiritual realm are going on. But God has planted our feet firmly uh, on the rock and that we can uh, stand there uh, courageous, not afraid, depending on and leaning on God. I want to open up the phone lines, 888-589-589. 8840-888-589-8840 if you want to talk to me about this uh, whole thing of uh, not having uh, fear or, you know, and I was thinking today, you know, I know there's a lot going on uh, with, the, with the election stuff still happening. And, I, and I've been trying to gauge, you know, from Christians around me, you know, what are you feeling as far as uh, how this thing is being uh drawn out you know do you feel like man it's time to get past this and let's just go on and 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 he should concede or are you feeling like man no i i just believe that there's a lot more at stake and there are things that need to be unveiled and so i want to see what's going to happen with that what do you think you know i just want to see from the body of christ from believers where are you on this you know do you feel like it's, it's just taking too long and and people you know you're getting weary or you feel like I just I, I just want to see this whole thing through. And I think President Trump should see it through as well, you know, because I know that that's been uh, something that's been playing on the hearts and the minds of of a lot of people. There's some that saying, like, just go ahead and concede and let's, you know, just move forward. But there are some who are saying, man, you know, there is wickedness out there. It needs to be unveiled. And man, if there's a if there is there are these things happening that have been alleged, then the people need to know. And so, man, I, look, if you, you know, are a praying person and you, you, and you have been have your heart set on a certain way, and I, I would encourage you not to get off the wall, you know. Uh, but if you're on the other side, you're like, man, you know, look, what's coming is inevitable and we just need to go ahead and, and face up to what what's at hand. I would like to hear from you. I would like to hear what your thoughts are. Like I said, there was a lot of people. There was tens of thousands of people at this rally uh, in support of President Trump. You know, uh, as far as the voting thing, the fraud and all that stuff, you know, has been alleged. And so there's a he has a lot of support. 
And one of the things that I was thinking about as it concerns President Trump is, you know, no matter how this goes, you know, um, there may be a whole new crop of people that arise from this that would be candidates that would try to, you know, uh, 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 run for office under like a Trump type of ticket and say, hey, this is how we are. This is what I stand for, you know, and may even run against other Republicans and saying, you know, kind of like what I saw with the Tea Party. The Tea Party was a movement that sprung up and it was like, man, you know, uh, they ran candidates and it was this whole thing. And I'm wondering, you know, with this uh, passion that people have, you know, for the president and for his principles, uh, if the same type of thing would will would arise, you know, and be even a challenge to the Republican Party. I think there's a lot of variables. You know, we know that there's a very important uh, races in, in Georgia, you know, that can decide the Senate. Man, you know, there's just a lot of things. And I would say, first and foremost, as we look at these things, don't be worried, but be prayerful. Don't be worried, but be prayerful. But uh, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you, uh, whether we're talking about us not submitting to a spirit of fear, uh, evil being uh, called good and good being called evil, or even what's going on with the election. You know, do you think that President Trump should go ahead and concede and let's move on? Or you feel like what's going to come out needs to continue to be unveiled and let's see, see what happens. So I want to go to the phone line. Let's see. I'm going to go to the phone lines. Let's go to George in Missouri. Hi, George. Hey, Will. How are you doing today? Thanks for doing what you're doing. I, I think that if they, they've they got so many things like those components in those voting machines are made in China, mm. why don't they go back to where we, we, we had to have a farm of ID and they can put the vote. They can count the vote right on TV, on close on on TV, where everybody in America can watch it, mm-hmm. and they can uh, they can count the thing by hand like we used to. If that's what it takes, because it's so crooked. If that's what how they got to win, and they got to feel good to win by the cheating. <laughs> uh, if if that's what they got to do, is count it by hand on TV, then. Let's do that. Yeah. I, I'll pay for I'll help pay for a new election. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I agree, George. There has to be some type of way like the the way that things have been done. I can't it can't continue to go forward like this. They look, I, I think we all know there's there's fraud and there's things that are not right with the voting. I mean, look, for anyone to say that it was clean and everything was that's that's wrong. So we have to figure out a way. I don't know how much of it has happened. I don't know if it's enough to to change the election and all that, you know, but I know they're making some claims that it is. And so but I think going forward, we do need a more secure way. We got to we got to change this. We got to fix this because, you know, just the confidence in going to the the, the, uh, the polls and voting is at stake. And that's something that we can't just like hang out there and say, oh, well, however it goes, it goes like that's something that's very important. So. You know, I'm not sure what the solution is, but we have to change uh, something. And so that can be confidence in how we're voting. All right, let's go to uh, Billy in Alabama. Hi, Billy. I uh, I highly appreciate this opportunity, and I believe the vote is over now. Let's do what Jesus Christ told us to do. Okay. He said, go ye therefore and teach. Mm -hmm. I believe it's highly important for us to go and teach the Word of God throughout this land. Mm. I believe everybody who's listening, please consider going to Georgia. Please consider 
bringing the Word of God with you to Georgia, and please consider going there teaching, because it is critical that uh, we teach the Word of God. Amen. Amen. So it sounds like Billy is saying, like, let's move forward, you know, that the election uh, has happened. Um, and so we have to put an emphasis on, on uh, preaching the gospel. Look, I would agree with that. I, I feel like, you know, whatever happens, Christians, we need to be about what God has called for us to do. Whatever happens, if you're in a position where you're like, no, I want to wait to see, you know, if this evil is unveiled, you st- we still are called to preach the gospel. If you're one that said that this election you know, has happened and we need to move forward. We still need to preach the gospel. We don't get a pass out of that. So I agree with Billy on that point. You know, whether or not we should um, continue to see this thing through uh, is another question. And so thank you for that, uh, Billy. I, I appreciate that. Uh, and I think I, I hear your heart and what you're saying. All right, let's go to Becky in Arkansas. Hi, Becky. Hey, listen, your message today is spot on. Praise God. I'm so angry. I'm so angry about what's happening. Mm. I'm scared. I'm angry. I'm weary. Uh, it's just like you say, it just seems like the evil's winning <laughs> constantly. Mm. It's awful. Yeah. And it's hard for me. I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. and I go to church regular, and I believe mm-hmm. that, man, it's so hard for me not to be just sick with worry and angry. I'm mm. so angry about it. Yeah. Yeah, Becky, I understand where you are, you know, and that's why I was hoping that this word would be an encouragement, you know, number one, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, one of power, one of love and of a sound mind. And that fear paralyzes us, you know, and that scripture is not something that we just quote, you know, it's one of those scriptures that we can, that sounds so good and we can just quote it, but we have to live uh, these things. And I know we're, we're, we're seeing a lot of evil around us. Like you're saying, there's a lot going on, but we have to press into our relationship with God and know that even though this wickedness and this evil is, it seems like it's prevailing, man, our God laughs at that. You know, I read two scriptures where it said God laughs. He finds this hilarious that people will try to rise up, you know, against him, you know, Man, and so the thing is, we can take confidence in knowing that we 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 on a firm foundation. We can be courageous. We can be strong. You know, even when it looks uh, bleak and dark, you know, I just want to encourage you that, man, let's press into God. The God, he's the God uh, of all, almighty God, and that we don't have to fear. We don't have to fear. So I just want to encourage you. Thank you for that call, uh, Becky. Let's go to Christy in Arkansas. Hi, Christy. Hi, Will. Thank you so much for everything you do. You and Mickey just bless me. Your relationship blesses me, too. I love how she calls you Will the Great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, I wanted to just comment that, you know, our president is still president until January 20th, and I feel like we should get to the bottom. If if there's something deceptive going on, Mm -hmm. we can't afford to let that go. Mm. But then if they find out that he really wasn't elected, and mm-hmm. Joe Biden becomes our president. You know, as you read scripture, if Daniel could survive in Babylon through mm. all those wicked kings, mm. then surely God's got a plan for us to be where we are in history. Amen. And he's not done. You know, there's going to be come a time mm-hmm. where the more evil comes. And I hate to see it, too. My heart goes out to the previous caller, because mm-hmm. I hate to see it, too. Yeah. And I've got I've got five kids, and two of them are <laughs> prodigals, and it breaks mm-hmm. my heart. Mm. 
And um, they're just believing the world's lies. But God is still on His throne, and we're here, you know, for such a time as this, whatever that is. And I just appreciate your encouragement, because I I understand the weariness, but we can't Mm -hmm. afford to just let things go because we're tired. That's not the way to do it. Mm. Man, thank you so much, Christy. You're, You're exactly right. And what you're saying, you know, and again, just like uh, what what, uh, Becky said, you know, as we look with our natural eyes and we see what's going on, it's hard for us not to be moved by, you know, what we see. But that's why God has given us this great faith and this great belief to uh, that we can cast all our cares. We can cast all our cares upon him. You know, these scriptures we know in our hearts, but we have to live it. These are the days we live them out to be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, to make our requests known unto God and the God of peace that pass all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. These are not just like cool scriptures. These are things we live by, you know? And so my encouragement is again, that man, we will roll this stuff over onto God because he, he knows our frame. He knows that we are but dust. You know, he knows that, you know, these things can move us. But, man, we have to stand firm in him. I'm not saying that I don't look at this and I'm not like, man, wow. When I talk about, you know, raising kids or ready for Babylon, that's a sobering thought. I have six kids, you know, and I'm like, man, I want them to thrive in a, in a culture, in a land where it's going to be against them. You know, my big three have have made professions to follow Christ. So we're trying to disciple them that they'll be ready for whatever comes, you know. And so the thing is, like, yeah, it's when we when Mickey and I, we sit back, we're like, man, what kind of world would they grow up in? But, man, we can't just sit there and lament that we have to fortify them, get them ready, pray to God that he would sustain them and uphold them, you know, for what where they're going to be, uh, where they're going to live. And so, man, just. I'm hoping that this would just be an encouragement from the word of God that God is. I mean, he still he still sees he's able uh, to 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 answer all our prayers. Let's go to Leanne in Virginia. Hi, Leanne. Hi. Hello. Um, I think it's wonderful uh, what you just said um, you know, about not God didn't give us a spirit of fear mm-hmm. um, and gave us a bold spirit. Well, the thing is, I've never, I've been very suspicious of the mail and ballots mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it should have been absentee, absentee ballots because that you have to prove an ID. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know why they were allowed to do that. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it needs to be investigated. Yeah. And then like the other caller said, if it's found that it was legal, then yeah, we'll mm-hmm. just, you know, God's right. will be done. Amen. And so but I do think it needs to be investigated. Amen. Thank you so much for that. I I I agree, you know. Let's see it through. And if it's what it is, we just go on. Uh let's go to Philip in Texas. Go ahead, Philip. Hey, Will, thanks for taking my call. Yes. Uh, Brother, I want to take as long as we need to make sure that this is fair, because it's too apparent Mm. that there was corruption in this election. Yeah. And we just can't have that in America. Yeah, you're right. We've got to stand firm to make sure that it's a fair election. That's what this country is based on. Yeah. I just don't understand that people think, oh, well, it's over with. Let's just go on. Yeah. we can't, we have to, I mean, if there's a suspicion, even if this was the other way, mm-hmm. I would want them to investigate it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There, there's a lot, Philip, that's at stake. Uh, but I just want you as believers out here, 
Remember that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, one of love, and of a sound mind. If God didn't give you that spirit of fear, do not accept it, but accept what God has given you. This is Aaron Addison here on American Family Radio. Be back tomorrow, Lord willing. Until then, God bless.